for many years. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Ferry County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibs, and my guest this morning, a very special guest, a gentleman who I've known for many years and a, someone who's meant a great deal to Frederick County, uh, Mr. Tom Dickman. Tom, thank you for taking some time on during this holiday and, and appreciate uh, being able to get a chance to chat with you. Steve, I appreciate <clears throat> being on with you and you know, you and I, like you said, have gone back many years, so it's always a pleasure to talk with you, whether it's on the radio or just in the middle of the street. Indeed, <laughs> and, and I've always enjoyed that, Tom. And uh, our our careers have intersect uh, all these years in Frederick County, and it's always uh, a, a fun. Let's start from the beginning, Tom. And, and you know, you were out in in, in uh, Wheeling, West Virginia, playing at Central Catholic, and then you tr- end up almost four hours all the way across the state of West Virginia to go to Shepherd. What was it about Shepherd that drew you there? Well, you know, it wasn't like my recruiting was just going through the roof. So (laughs) I had visited, visited like two other schools and I really didn't like either one. And then, uh, uh, Shepherd got a new coach and, uh, Bob Starkey, uh, he was a high school coach, and he was just beginning his first year at Shepherd. And he came to my house and uh, talked with me and talked with my mom and dad. This is probably around April or May. And, uh, you know, I just kind of liked him and thought, well, you know, this is a new guy. Uh, didn't know much about him, just his personality when he, when I met him had never been even close to Shepherdstown, West Virginia. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then, uh, <clears throat> you know, I told him I was coming and sent all my papers in. And, and then, like, the, I don't know, the third week in August, I, my mom and dad and I traveled across the state to Shepherdstown, West Virginia. I thought I was on the last outpost <laughs> of the West when I walked around campus and then went downtown Shepherdstown. But in retrospect, it was probably the best, had more effect on my life than, uh, you know, almost anything besides being married to my wife or anything like that. Because, you know, from Shepherd, I, I got to play basketball there, played for Coach Starkey, who was a huge influence on my life, not just coaching-wise or basketball-wise, but he and I became really close friends and uh and as I said, he was a huge influence, and uh, and I know he had a lot to do, a lot to do with uh, recommending me for uh, a teaching and coaching job in Frederick County back in 1973. So, yeah, uh, and you know, here here we are, like 50 years <laughs> later, almost. I, and, I was and, getting ready to say you kind of you kind of uh, took my segue there, uh, Tom, but I was going to ask you to because I know how much. Uh, coach Starkey meant to you and what he what he did for you in so many different avenues but certainly uh it seemed that he kind of got you to come to Frederick County back in 73. Well he and Roy Comer were really good friends and Roy was the superintendent or the supervisor of physical education and athletic in Frederick County at that time right and uh and so uh, that was probably the key ingredient for me coming to Frederick County. And, uh, you know, I, t- I would 
took a job. I taught elementary and middle school phys ed my first year. And uh, I was, again, another person that was very instru- instrumental, along with Roy Comer, was Jay Jacobs. Yep. And I come to, I was assigned as a student teacher at Thomas Johnson High School. And I'm like, I had never been to Frederick, had never <laughs> been to Thomas Johnson. And I, I knew Jay Jacobs' name only because he was a coach at a high school in the Wheeling area before he took the Thomas Johnson job. I just knew the name. I right. didn't know anything about Thomas Johnson. And so I met Jay as a student teacher, and he was my supervisor, and we got along great. And, uh, you know, we, we'd have planning periods, and we would just talk basketball for hours on end. On end. And, uh, you know, again, as fate would have it, uh, the the following year, I was his ninth grade basketball coach, and he was the head coach. And the following year after that, he took an administrative position, and that was my first year as the head coach at TJ. And and as as you would have it too, Tom, you uh, go to down and win a state championship in your first year. Uh, that's some high expectations going forward. <laughs> well, that was like. Um, <laughs> You know, a blind squirrel finding a nut. <laughs> I mean, you know how you are when you're 23, 24. You think you know it all. Yeah. You know it all until you have to prove it. And fortunately, I, I was blessed with some really good athletes, good people, good players. And uh, in spite of the coaching, we ended up winning the state championship. Well, that was the first of seven, Tom. And certainly things, you know, went from there. Um Looking back, uh, I know that there were probably people at the collegiate level back then after a few years and and you had been there for a while were looking for your services. Uh, Was it, for the most part, having your your roots there in Frederick County that would keep you close if it came to Uh, a job at the collegiate level? You know, I always had something in the back of my mind. I thought it would be cool to be a college coach and uh at one time i almost took a job at chapel hill high school in in chapel hill north carolina uh only because a name you'll remember drew's law oh, yes. was a uh, he was a professor there and he and his wife vicky we'd go down and visit them and then all of a sudden uh, the head basketball job at chapel hill came open and i interviewed for it and and you know, it, it was it was a nice job, but uh, I just we had started to put our roots down in Frederick, yeah. and you know, I I, I was all, I was interested in a couple other jobs, but I, I the jobs that I was interested in uh, were jobs that I could still live in Frederick and get to the particular school, and uh, <clears throat> none of them worked out the, the way I thought they would, what? and uh, and and you know, after so long, I. You know, we we had good teams at TJ, and I finally, probably in the mid '80s or whatever, I thought, well, you know what, I'm just going to make this as good a high school job as possibly can be, and and uh, you know, I have no regrets of not leaving TJ. Well, <laughs> we certainly that, don't either, Tom. We're uh, everybody in the in the in the county and at TJ, all those connected were are glad you did, and you know what, I'm I'm a firm believer and. That was where you were meant to be, Tom, and uh, it certainly proved uh, uh, to be the place for you. 
Um, looking at back now all the years, what did you find uh, if there's one, two, or three keys to building a successful, consistent, and competitive program? Well, obviously, you've got to have good players. Uh, and we had good players. We had good athletes. Uh, but I thought one of my strengths was being able to to pick the people that, I, you know, the kind of attitude and the kind of person I was dealing with. Because you know as well as anybody in coaching, you're going to have really days where you're flying high and then you have days where you get knocked down. And I wanted people that, you know, could get knocked down and get back up again. And, and it wasn't necessarily always – the best players. I, I just, we just had really good kids, especially like on a basketball team, like number six through 15 were really important because, you know, they probably didn't play nearly as much as the top five, but, you know, if they didn't have the right attitude, that could really ruin the rest of the team. Right. And uh, so I, I took a lot of pride in knowing the kind of person I was picking on the team. Uh, the second thing is, is like once, you know, I was a college student and I did whatever I had to do to get by, uh, as a lot of us did at that time. And, uh, but once I started coaching, I just, I would, I felt the bug and I attribute that a lot to Jay Jacobs and, uh, coach Starkey. And, uh, and so I just wanted to learn as much as I could possibly do. And I, I felt that I was a student of the game. From that, my my first assistant coaching job, all the way through my last season at Hood, you know, I, most people had hobbies of golfing or hunting <laughs> or whatever. My my hobby was to to just you know watch videotapes, read books, and just find a way to to uh, make myself a better coach. And 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 I guess my biggest thing was and. And I, I don't know, I think coaches probably should maybe think about this part is I think coaching and teaching in general, uh, if you can take something complex and make it simple mm -hmm. and, you know, like I would read like Dean Smith was run and jump defense. Well, if you, if I watched that on television or went to a game where they did, I'm like, man, this is too complicated <laughs> for a high school. So, yeah. so my job at that point was that how can I simplify this thing where, you know, kids can remember it. You know, you, as a, you don't want them to have to think about every time they move or pass. And so I, I thought that a lot of times, like we did some really good things on the basketball court, but we, we made them as simple as possible. Indeed. Did, did, um, was in real quick, was that your plan back when you were at Shepherd Tom that that coaching was going to be in your future? You know, uh, when I first, when I was a freshman at Shepherd, my I had, a, I was majoring in mathematics, and uh, you know, I finished my first year, and I'm like, dang on, what am I going to do with a, a degree <laughs> in mathematics? And I'm, I'm sure there's some, yes, but I, I you know. Uh, Coach Starkey was just a huge influence and in that, like, he was always, you know, we talk about having good days and bad days. That, that was a man that, you know, he could get beat by 30 points on Tuesday and he was ready 
go, and everybody was right with him on Wednesday. Right. And I thought, well, you know, this is a pretty nice lifestyle. Uh, uh, you know, you get to – and he always said that coaching kept him young. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he was – he was the – and then Jay, when I met Jay, that was – Kind of like the same thing. And uh, there's there's someone kinda, I tell you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I, it just kind of reinforced that I, I could yes. see myself doing this for a long period of time, and I really couldn't see myself doing the other type jobs that I probably would have had to do. Indeed, and, and it, it's so rewarding in so many ways, Tom. And you found that out over the years, for sure. Did you come to a point, and I assume you you did, um, where it was time? In that hood position, open up. That was your, that was your time to to try the next level. Uh, you know, I could have stayed at TJ for the next twenty years, and I'd have probably been pretty happy with it. But you know, I was, uh, you know, early fifties, and I had enough time to, you know, I had thirty years in the profession, enough time to retire. And one of my really good friends had been a good friend for years was Skip Prosser, who coached at Wake Forest. And he yeah. and I are the same age, and we would we would talk probably once a week. And when I told him I was considering that, you know, he and he was a high school coach. He was mm-hmm. he he was a high school coach for like fifteen years, and before he went to Xavier and Loyola and all these, he was coaching these other places. And, and he says, man, you know, because he says, we're 53 years old. He says, you know, if you're going to do anything, now's the time to do it. Right. And, uh, you know, and my family was all for it. I didn't have to move. And and the people at Hood, that was a big deal to them. I mean, just getting the program off on the right foot, uh, being able to bring in good people. You know, Dr. Volpe was awesome. Gib Romaine was awesome. And, uh you know, money, the money wasn't nearly as much as I was making at TJ, but I knew how important it was to them. And I figured, you know what, I've been doing this same thing for 30 years. Let me try something different. Indeed. Didn't have to change my life too much and have to move. So, uh, and, and in retrospect, I, I, I'm lucky that I, I really felt good about doing it. Indeed. And, and uh, you know, Tom, uh, you know, it, 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 um, it's always a pleasure to, to, and I think a, a night it was a, a challenge to you as well that 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 challenge of starting a, a program from scratch. That's to me as a as a coach, that was that's always been something that I would really want to try. You know, jump into and start a program from the beginning. Yeah, and I, I can't deny that that I, that had an effect on on my decision. Uh, you know, just being able to to. You know, get it off the ground, uh, be able to compete with some other, uh, you know, colleges similar to Hood. And uh, and as I said, probably the biggest thing was the people that I was going to work for at Hood and Dr. Volpe and Gib Romaine. And we, we had a lot of fun with it. I mean, you know, again, it, it meant a lot to them to have a program, uh, get off to a good start. And, and it, it kind of opened my eyes, too, to to a lot of things, but uh, we had some good players and, and some really good people and, you know, relationships, and you know this as well yes. as anybody, with, uh, you know, the Hood players that I coached and, and really with the TJ players that I coached. And, uh, 
you know, here it is Christmas time, and I usually hear from a lot of them, and and uh, you know it, that that part of it is real, really rewarding. It is. It's extremely rewarding, and that's probably the the one thing I always liked, Tom, was the fact that when they would come back to see you or talk to you, and 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 would say things that you understand that you can have an impact, but you really don't realize until that that is told to you and that that in itself is is the most rewarding to and was the most rewarding to me yeah yeah but you know we have a our group at tj we every summer we have a get together we probably have like between 80 and 120 guys come back from the 30 years that i coached at tj that's great some of the stories i don't remember being true (laughs) but they 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 really make those stories and you know each one tries to outdo the other one yep. and it's it's about it's a blast oh i'm sure it is that's something you definitely would look forward to uh, as time winds down here was there ever a a a a team and i know you know the state title game teams are always special to a coach you know that's a that's a uh, an honor and it's something that's a quite an accomplishment when you do it was there a, a team that you you know thought, well, we could, we'll be okay, and it turned out better? It was, is there any any teams in that in that thirty years? Uh, quite a few, to be honest with you. The, the ninety nine team was probably, uh, you know, they were we we had lost Terrence Morris and Zim Alexander. We had lost five starters, I think, or four starters from the year before. And and you know we we just had guys that came up from the JVs and and Jermaine Thomas at that time was a rising sophomore, but uh, we ended up uh, winning a state championship and our only loss that year was to Oak Hill by about three points I think Ooh. and we we it was like I was just hoping that you know we could just rebuild and get ready to be good in a year or two but. Yep. Uh, that was probably the most gratifying, and we we had a you know we had a loss. I believe it was in '96 or '95. We we probably had as good a team as as any team that I coached, and we had beaten Dematha, and we were like 22 and two or something, and playing in a state championship with a one point lead, uh, with like under six seconds to go, and we turned the ball over, and Randallstown gets a layup at with one second to beat us by one. And and that was a really good team. Tommy Prazel, Jason Williams, a lot of good players. But, you know, you just got to, you know, you got to take the bad with the good. Oh, indeed you do, Tom. But I know it's kind of, you know, tough to really get um, a a team after all those years. I know all those young men were were appreciative of the job you did and, and what you brought uh, to uh, Thomas Johnson High School and Frederick County. As we wind down, Tom, I want to, uh, again, thank you for taking the time with me today and certainly wish you, Kay, uh, Chad, Adam, and Aaron uh, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I hope we get a chance to catch up again at some point in time, but thank you for your time today, Tom. Steve, I appreciate it, and please 
wish Laura a happy new year and Merry Christmas. And uh, we'll catch up soon, I'm I, sure. I'll, I'll see you in a couple of months. That's another special thing going on. And we'll we'll get on that another time. But that's going to be a special dedication in your honor. And so we're looking forward to that. Tom, thanks again. And take care. Okay. Thanks, Steve. You got it. Mm-hmm. You're Bye-bye. listening to Ferry County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibbs. And we'll see you next time.